All right, let's start this. Have you got some good news? I've got plenty of news, actually, starting off with some album birthdays. Yeah, Pantera's right. Far Beyond Driven turns 26. Well, let me start the show. Is... Oh. You cocksucker. <laughs> you do we just this made a new me. intro. <laughs> you do this to me fucking half the time. Well, I just asked you if you had any news. You take advantage. I, thought, I didn't mean of me. to go. <laughs> I thought I see you're recording the call, and I think you've started the show. Well, no, I do this purposely so we have some like little. Intro. I know you're a fucking <laughs> Welcome to Rat Salad Review. What's going on, Nate? You got some news for us today? We can yeah. talk about it now if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Again, 26 years ago, Pantera put out Far Beyond Driven. Wow, 26 years ago. You know how old I was 26 years fantastic. ago? Like 30. <laughs> no, I'm only 40. Nate. I'm, I'm well, actually, I'm 41. I was, I was still in high school. Yeah, I think my... Did. My dad was too. Yeah, what year was that? Um, uh, nineteen ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. So, shit. Yeah. Man, was... Yeah, I think my parents graduated in ninety five. So, yeah. Wow. Shit. Still, I don't. I don't know if that's uh, one of my favorites of theirs. See, I really like a lot of it, but I. I'm not as huge on the slow parts of it, but fuck it, hell man, stronger than all or um, strength beyond strength is in one of the three Pantera songs that are tied for my favorite Pantera song. It's mm-hmm. that fucking hostile and shattered. Shat- you like shattered? I don't think I like shattered. What oh, I love the I love the what, that was... Cowboys. Is That's that on the second side of Cowboys? Uh, it's, the, it's the one right after Domination. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So that's the first half of the album, I believe. <clears throat> yeah, it's got a bitchin' riff. Hmm. I don't know. I, I like you know the more popular songs from Pantera. Not a huge Pantera. Oh, I love Pantera. They're like tied with Motorhead as my fourth favorite band. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, it's yeah. funny Phil because Anselm so many awesome. people. Yeah. No, he was good, uh, of course, back in the day. But it's funny when I see people that like extremely hate them. I don't get it. I don't get that either. They make great music. Sure, they got some influence from X Hoarder and all that, but they're not a ripoff band by any stretch. No. And if anything, they started yeah, their own scene, you know, when they came out with uh, Cowboys from Hell. I mean, nobody was kind really of. doing that stuff back then, you know? I and mean, then they even got heavy with the next album. I mean, depends. Because a lot of it. I mean, it they did copy. Like... Uh, like Metallica and Justice for All. You I mean I, I right. copied that a lot, but SOD. They became because right. Phil is from New Orleans. But a lot of people, a lot, a lot of bands that came after them, you know, took Phil's vocals because a lot right. of bands did. Oh like yeah, because he, he did the high his, stuff. His kind of stuff. Vo- well, yeah, but yeah, people always forget the high shit off of Cowboys from Hell. Phil was a right, fucking right. great singer before he blew his voice out doing heroin. <laughs> it was. It was really good. 
he's still a really great screamer. I mean, I saw the hand the illegals doing the Pantera cover set. They did a great job. They played mm-hmm. strength beyond strength. He nailed that fucking high scream near the end really. with that breakdown. Fucking awesome. Surprised he yeah. doesn't still do it too often, but you know, a lot of bands stop doing it now. Yeah. Uh, do you think they anyway, will ever? You, yeah. Do you think Phil Insomma uh, would ever get a band together to do Pantera? Well, you know, like a, I like don't a cover want him to because it's really Diamond Vinny's band. Yeah. See, I wish Vinny was the one who had gone instead of Dime, because I think Dime would have recognized that it really wasn't all in all Phil's fault. Right. At all, it was just a fucking mentally insane dude. Mm. And Pantera would have gotten back together had they both lived oh, eventually. Of yeah, I would think. I would think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, Phil just needed to get off the smack. Yeah. 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 Heroin's anyway, a what fucking a... bitch. Next, how do you know? Among the Living turns thirty-three. Are you a heroin addict? No. Oh, but so I how have do you know like it's a bitch? more than two brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> you, but you don't and, know it killed Jimi Hendrix <laughs> you don't know that he could have got murdered he fucking drowned in a bathtub <laughs> he could have slipped and fell maybe he didn't have like a, a mat inside the, the to- in the bathtub no blood force you trauma you don't... <laughs> no sign of struggle just fucking slipped under and drowned you know what we'll do a show about this one day we'll see what really happened anyway <laughs> Among the Living turns 33 Fucking great album. One of my least favorite Anthrax albums. What? Yes. <laughs> then again, Sound of White Noise is like your favorite, so you really don't have any valid yes, opinion is. on Anthrax. <laughs> I no, I do. Anthrax is one of my favorite bands. It's it's probably one of my like your Pantera is one of your top four. Just, they're Dude, probably my top four as well. This is like their best album. That's what everybody says, but it's not. Spreading the the disease is their best album. Spreading the disease has way too much filler. No way, Medusa there's not any filler on That's an awesome song. Oh my god, let me look up the track list right now. Oh my god, with you. There's so many, um, I don't know, there's so many boring songs, like, um, is it Skeleton in the Closet on... on uh, Skeleton in the Closet's uh, good. Okay, fucking... I don't like that song. The Enemy Sucks. The Enemy Sucks? Screw sucks. you! Medusa... Enemy does not suck. Medusa drags and drags and drags. I love that song. It's a good vocal performance, but it's not a great riff or a great anything. It's a great everything. I love that no. song. My favorite song no. off that album. Fucking hell. Among the Living has not only caught Namash and Indians and the title of track, course. but I Am the Law. I, I Am the Law songs. is a fucking great song. Evil Nick Ofessin's awesome. That one I could do without. I kind of like it. It's like if... It's like something that should have been off of Persistence of Time. That's what I wish Persistence of Time sounded mm. like. Yeah. Like it, like a little bit more cynical, but not like... I don't like dark anthrax. It doesn't make sense really? to me. Anthrax is like... the one that... Anthrax is the bright, younger brother, you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I like the darker stuff. I, I don't know. Belly of the Beast is good, but there, Got the Time is the best song off that album for a reason it's just a cover song though but it's not even their song i mean i don't know i mean i like i love that song and i I love that whole album it's just so cool but uh, there's just something about among the living that um 
I don't know, maybe it's the sound of it. It's just, I don't know. I don't like how it's mixed as much either. I like how Spreading the Disease is mixed. And Spreading the Disease yeah. is a better vocal performance. I'll give you that. Yeah. And I mean, Spreading yeah. the Disease has AIR and Gung Ho, and those are some of Anthrax's heaviest fucking songs. Yeah. I love the drums yeah. on Gung Ho. I love how oh, they're yeah, mic'd. Awesome. Just I, how no, the kick that drums are mic'd on that. They're so fucking loud. But he, it doesn't yeah. go as hardcore on the kick drums as he does on that song. No. Even in like Aftershock and Gunslinger. Mm. Yeah. What, what else is on Among the Living? Um, I'm trying to think. What's the one last world? one? You see, I don't like that one. I don't I like, I don't like that. that chorus. I like that two step. That one world television. And he's got the. It's a good riff. I think this album just has really good riffs on it. Pretty much better than any other Anthrax album. I, I just, I just get bothered because, like, when they made their comeback with uh, Joey Belladonna, they made it like this was like their first big album, which, and they kind of like um, forgot spreading the the disease. And yeah, which kind of sucks because I like spreading the disease, and yeah. I like um, what the hell is the one after Along the Living? Uh, uh, oh um, shit. Uh... The one with the, the thing on the front yes. cover. Uh... Why am I forgetting this? <laughs> oh, oh, man. I'm always high. That's why I'm forgetting this. Um, oh, shit. God. State of Euphoria. Thank you. State of Euphoria. I like State of Euphoria. Like, BL and Doll is awesome. I love Antisocial. Yeah. yeah, there's some cool songs on that, too. Which is funny. I, I, I think Madhouse I like that one. Madhouse off Spreading the Disease. I fucking love Madhouse. Yes. That's Mad- Madhouse is a great song. See, if you go back and listen to those two albums, you'll, you'll probably lean more They're towards both great movies. albums, but oh. I think Among the Living just has better riffs overall. Nah. We're going to have to do an Anthrax show. I can do that. I'd be cool with that. I'm just... Uh, uh, the last uh, album... I didn't like the last album they put out. Oh, I, I liked it. I loved Evil Twin. Evil Twin was awesome. Yeah, I think that Evil was the only Twin, Evil two Twin songs is what really should have been on fucking... Um, Persistence of Time. That sounds like yeah. a song that would have been on Persistence of Time. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's like got that chuckier kind of beat. Yeah. yeah. And they kind of like, it's, I don't know, they, they kind of changed things up a little bit on, the, on that album. And just, I don't know. Usually they have yeah, like really catchy I, verses and choruses and things, and there was like none on that yeah. album, really. So I was kind That's, of. That was my problem with Persistence of Time. I see, I don't see that. I, I, you're it's, crazy. Nothing's <laughs> as catchy as it really should be. I don't know. I don't remember that not being that way. I don't like the guitar tone on it either. Oh, I love the guitar tone. It's on like thing. It's injustice like really for all. It's too muted. Oh, I love it. We're definitely going to do an Anthrax show. All right. Next <laughs> up, Number of the Beast turns thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Holy shit! Number of the Beast is like a great album with some really bad two or three songs on it. Yes, Gangland could go. No, Gangland is a great drum beat. Oh, God, no, it's not. I hate that song. What's, what's I, the the other chorus one? is uh, annoying as fuck. Um, I fucking hate... Um, what the fuck is that song before Hallow Be Thy Name? It's Gangland. No, on the CD. The one they got off the Run to the Hills single. Oh, uh, um, totally clips. I totally fucking hate that song. You don't like totally clips. Sunrise is See, on. It's raising up the fire. It's like, oh my god, can you just end it? <laughs> it's too slow. 
it goes nowhere. I like, I like Invaders. That. You can't really count that one though because that's just like a bonus track. You know, that's it's not really. Not, on the album. It was a me- It was meant to be on the album though. It, it was, was meant to be, to be on, on the, the album, album. Besides Gangland, Gangland was supposed to be the right. bonus track. So that's some reason so the CD it. version is technically what the full album is. Yeah. I like if you that really song. think I, of it I, that way. I can't stand that song. I like Gangland more than I like that song because at least Gangland is short. And wh- what is that? What's the song that starts the album off? Um, Invaders. I'm the minority. I, don't like, that I like that song. I hate that song. Hate. I it. like that song. I love the bass line to that song. The bow 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 Right. I love that. That's riff. the coolest thing. That's the That's, coolest I'm, thing about it's that an song. Awesome... See, a good but... riff can carry a song for me. But it, you know what kills that song is his, uh, song. his vocals kill that song, though. I don't know. Me. The vocal solo at the end is pretty cool. I don't know. I just don't like how it's like off from the music. It's, it's still just a better vocal weird. performance than fucking Totally Clips. <laughs> I don't know about that. Totally Clips is not a great vocal performance. Sure it is. Oh, it really isn't. We're going to do an Iron Maiden show next, too. All right. Children of the Damned <laughs> is way better. I love oh, no, The Prisoner. Yeah. The Prisoner is awesome. Prisoner is awesome. The yeah. Prisoner is probably the most underrated track on that album. Yes, I think so. 22 Acacia, Al- uh, Acacia Avenue is pretty cool once it gets going. Yeah. Takes a little while. I didn't yeah. like those songs at first. That one and the... Um, what the hell? Not a, uh, 22 Acacia Avenue and uh, Children of the Dam. I didn't really care for those at first when I first uh, got into that album. Yeah. I don't know. The biggest benefit up. to this album is having Clive Burr, because I'm not a huge Nico McBrain fan. Shame on you, sir. I love Nico on um, why Somewhere in Time, because that's my favorite Maiden album, and mm-hmm. that's got Nico's best drum beats on it. It's got his most yeah, variation. Every other yeah. album he's on, he only uses three goddamn drum beats. Yeah. I he does a lot bored. of drum fills and stuff on those other his, albums. His fills are cool, but he just... He's got like three drum beats. Well, Clive that's like Burr on the newest. Way more. I like that. Yeah. Well, he's a different drummer. But that, that's like on the new right. albums. Like he doesn't really do anything on the new albums, which is a shame. He right. just tries to keep in time, and uh, I don't know. I miss him doing like his and crazy. And he's stuff. better than that. I know he's better than right. that. Because yeah. live, he, like, he he has that whole right. kit. He uses he the whole kit and then live. Right. And then on the albums, he like just does like little fills here and there. I'm like, yeah. what is going on? Why? I'll give him consensus. He's a great live drummer. He's just kind of stock on the album. Yeah. Well, the only problem with him live is um, I guess they don't play to a click because when you hear them live, you'll hear them speeding up, uh, you know, speeding up and slowing like down that. certain songs. So do I. I, I think like it's that. Cool. It's, I think that's way more human than playing on a click track. Oh, I fucking hate click tracks. All right. Yeah. I I Unless know. you're like Cannibal Corpse, in which case it's probably good to stay on time. Otherwise, you're just going to fall apart. Like it's, <laughs> that's like fucking Challenger right there. If you, it doesn't stay together, it's just go. <laughs> you know. Yeah. All right, got? final album birthday. Priest's first good album, Sad Wings of Destiny, turns forty-four. Very good. That is a good album. What album did you say you didn't like the other day? Rock and Rolla. Rock and oh, Rolla right. is just 70s schlock. It really is. And it would have been better if they had their first singer on it because their first singer had a more deep voice. Yeah, Rob Halford's talents are not used on that album. Whereas no, like, Sad Wings of Destiny is like if Judas Priest wrote Heaven or Hell. Or Heaven mm-hmm. and Hell. 
Yeah, well, it's the, like the, a that Sabbath first, album. Uh, yeah. Well, because those songs are written with the other guy, so, you know, oh, Halford yeah. was just copying. And he also, right. I'm sure, Halford didn't find his voice at that time yet, so. Right, but Sad Wings Sad of Destiny Wings. is a fucking awesome. great. I consider that Judas Priest real debut, because this sounds yeah. like Judas Priest. Yeah. Right, Even if so it's so. slower. Victim of Changes, still one of Judas Priest's best songs. Yes, it is. I like the song. Ripper. Ripper is okay. Dreamer Deceiver is pretty cool. And Deceiver. Or whatever you it's want to call it. bad songs on that album. No, it's there really, really is. What is it? Which is Epitaph? a shame because... The, the, Epitaph the, is the a ballad, that... isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that song's kind of wimpy, but... Like, Dreamer like, Deceiver uh, is a way better ballad. Yeah. But the album that came after that, that was Sin After Sin, right? Um, I think so. That was kind of weak, you know? After coming right. after, after this album, it's like, it just didn't do... I agree. This one. But it was still better than Rock and Roll. Yeah. Well, it has, also has a, one of the best album covers as well. That's an awesome. Oh, yeah. Cover. I don't know. Stand Class is Judas Priest's like, first great album, I would say. Or maybe yeah. this is a great album. It's like borderline between good and great. You can tell they're, they don't quite have their footing yet. But there's a lot of just raw talent on this album. Yeah, it's an awesome, awesome album. Uh, what other news you got? Let's see. I actually just bought that uh, record. The drummer of Ministry, King Crimson, and R.E.M., Bill Rieflin, died at age 59. Wow. He was in what now? King Crimson, Ministry? Ministry, and R.E.M., which is a very weird, eclectic set of bands. (laughs) Yes, it is. He was a damn good drummer. Drum for Pink Face uh... and KMFDM as well. And Swans. I guess yeah, he, that is a really he, weird collection. Sorry. Um, so I guess yeah. he took over for drums after the original drummer left um, R.E.M. I would say so. Must have been the live drummer, I guess. I don't know. I don't Maybe. know much about R.E.M. Oh, it's a shame. Neither a lot of I. Died. Yeah, uh, Kenny Rogers died last week, too. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, like and seeing him another death. Sacred Rex get- original guitarist Jason Rainey oh, died yes. at age 53. That was a fucking bummer. Because yeah. I love Sacred Rex's work. Mm. Everything up to and Independent is good, but it's not great. But everything up to and including The American Way is just awesome. I got introduced to them with Independent. And that was my favorite album of that year. That's the I, only I album to nothing that, from that, them album. that I've bought. Yeah. The, because I can't find any other other fucking albums. Really? Yeah. They're hard to come by up here. Hmm, that's interesting. Because they re-released them, so they put out a box yeah. set not too long ago, too. But, I um, buy a yeah, box I listened to set. that independent. Eh, I listened to independent. Um, actually, I might have one of the albums, and I could probably give it to you if you want. Oh, no. Fir- I think I sold it. The first two songs but, uh, off of independent are pretty cool, but after that, I think they're it's. They're pretty just... cool. But the the problem with that album is every song sounds the same. It's the yes. same three chords. Oh my every god! Song. It's like a fucking. <laughs> it's like a typical New York hardcore album. Yeah, but for some reason, I just I loved it. I don't know. Maybe because it was just it's so new right. at the time, and I, I was I was a huge fan of Metallica, and it was funny because they were having like some kind of weird fight with Metallica, saying like how they Metallica is like a cover band and they never covered any songs. And, <laughs> I don't know. It was like, it's like are you kidding thing. me? You're kind of ripping off like 
it's they're they're just copying Exhorters the Law album, but not doing it yeah. nearly as good because Phil Ryan mm-hmm. is not a great vocalist. Not really. I've never but... really been a huge fan of his vocals. Yeah, he's all right. I don't know. Atrophy is still my favorite Phoenix thrash band. Atrophy's fucking awesome. I used to I used to play guitar to that album, to Independent, and I used to play mm-hmm. drums to it all the time because it was so easy. You know, it was just very simple and easy. To yeah. Unlike I the drums the on the previous thing. Sacred Reich albums, like holy shit, Surf Nicaragua yeah. gets quick. Oh yeah. my god. Some stuff. I still have to listen to the new one. I, st- I really haven't given that a listen yet. It's good. Not as good as X Hoarder's newest album. I thought that was the best album of last year, but hmm. I don't know. X Hoarder have, have done no wrong as far as I know. I'll take your word for that. They're fucking great, dude. <laughs> All right. I'm sounding like that other band that you you showed me from last week, uh, Power Trip. Oh, Power Power Trip's fucking awesome too. I've seen them twice. That was a cool the the playlist that I made for the show. Uh, That was a cool song. I like that song. Yeah, they're fucking great. Riley's a fucking awesome vocalist too. I love his vocals. Yeah, I have to listen to more of them. It's it's like it's like it's like if Phil Anselmo was a Teutonic thrash vocalist. You know what I mean? It's like combining Phil Anselmo and Creator. Yeah, because they're from Texas. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot where I saw that because I remember seeing <laughs> the um, the new album cover somewhere, and then I just gave it a listen because it, it did have some of the things that you said that they sounded like. So, oh yeah, I checked it out. That, they're the heaviest band I know with one kick drum. Really? Yeah. One. Oh, okay. One, well, yeah, but he does use double bass. Mm. He does use double bass technique, but like only with the one kick drum. Oh really? Like the, it's one of those drummers Yeah, because oh. they love the first Metallica album. That's kind of where that's they're coming from with that. Hmm, that's weird because they use so they're doing like that heel toe shit. But I think yeah. they might be using two live, but I think they only record with one. I know that was a piece on some fucking either Banger TV or some shit like that where they said they only use one kick drum that came out like two three months ago. Yeah, most drummers do now. Are they... Maybe it's the toms. There's a lot of reverb. I don't know. A lot, a lot of drummers are switching just to one kick drum. They don't want all the big uh, kit, you know, set up all the time. I need two kick drums. It's two. So I like I like a lot of one kick drum beats because you know me. I love a lot of punk, but goddamn, mm-hmm. two kick drums just. Felix Griffin is the proof of, in the pudding mm-hmm. that punk drumming can even be better with two kick drums. Yeah. Like, DRI's dealing with it is just complete stone-cold proof of that. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds yeah. cool. It, it just brings something new to the music. Right, and you can get extended periods of quicker drumming without having to just hit the snare so many times. Yeah. What just bothers yeah. me now is all these drummers and all these new uh, uh, kick pedal techniques that all these drummers are using. I can't figure it out. I'm sitting there watching if foot's going like this and, and backwards and forwards and... <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And then they're yeah. making all these like weird time signatures. I'm like, how is this possible? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, I mean, I say I'm not into it, but then I'm into Voivod, and Voivod like, invented that. Right, so yeah. It's, like, Voivod was one of the first metal bands to be doing that. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I, it's cool, but I, there's no way I can do it. I, I'm too old now. <laughs> well, don't say that. I'm I'm one of those people where uh, I'm too old uh, to. Uh, I don't know. 
Away is older than you, and Voivod are one of the tightest bands I've ever seen. Yeah, but he's done that forever, you know. I, I yeah, I don't do it. Forever. I don't know if the drummer from <clears throat> Guar can do it in that giant fucking head helmet that he has. <laughs> And he's not a big guy either. He's not much bigger than Lars Ulrich, I think. No, no, I don't he's, think so. He's, one of either... the short, he's the shortest member of Guar, I think. Really? But again, he, he plays every day. I'm, I'm, yeah. right. well, I'm sure he plays every day. I don't play every day. I don't, back in the well, day when I, when I was... I, I, life is different now. Back in the day, maybe about like 10 years ago, yes, I could have done it. But, you know, once I, I kids got the life from the family... I only have one child, and he's three years old. Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> you do know that. I've mentioned it a My thousand times. My parents are your age. I don't fucking know how old your so kids can be. <laughs> I'm an adult. Like, Jesus Christ, Wayne. I don't know. Really I don't pay attention. You think you're an adult? People's kids are, like, the, the thing I take the least interest in online. <laughs> Thanks. I've I'll seen enough, know. I've seen enough, like, 18-month-old birthday Esque posts to make me completely desensitized. <laughs> well, that see, I don't do that stuff. I don't, I don't post. I know you don't. Actually, I try not to post anything about my son. And actually, before we had my son, I said I don't want to post one picture because, like you said, it gets annoying when you see people post about their children. Right, because you, know? you don't, you don't care. I don't care. I don't about care them. about your children. <laughs> right. you care about dick. your own kids. You care about your own <laughs> right. kids, and I understand exactly. that. I understand yeah. that other people care about their own kids, but you don't care about other people's kids. Why would I care about your kid? <laughs> exactly. Unless right. it's something in my family. But even sometimes I don't right. care about those kids either. <laughs> right. I, I especially don't care about those kids. They bother me. <laughs> but I for, have, it's like you have to be around them for certain periods of time. Other people's kids you can just walk away from. Right, exactly. Right. Most of the time other people's kids annoy the shit out of me. But... I know, because they're fucking terrible. <laughs> awful little shits most of them are yes but yeah. don't please nobody take it the wrong way your child your children if you have children they're lovely i love them i all. hate your children <laughs> <laughs> your children suck and you suck for raising them wrong uh, <laughs> i swear to god i think louis ck said that once i'm not even sure that's something something he would have said i'm sure that and want to watch me jack off. <laughs> what what other news we got? Ten thousand dollars on Patreon, and we'll do a shirtless stream. No, I'm not. There's not. Are you kidding me? If we, if, <laughs> are you kidding me? We could split up like thirty three hundred dollars, like what a piece. It? There, I got a farmer's tan. Tell me the last time I took my shirt off. <laughs> You got a farmer's tan? It's March. What were you doing to be outside with your t-shirt on? My job is outside. What do you do? Oh, yeah, you're a mailman. That's right. God, you're the second person that has broke that out hey, on the show. Hey, hey, God, hey, damn. hey. Oh, shit. That's uh, right. Oh, God, I keep forgetting that. Yeah. The employer probably shouldn't watch the show. Hey, you know what? I'm letting it out now because people are, because of this coronavirus thing, Everything's shut down except for essential. You're a hero, Wayne, and I am a hero. And I want people to know you are too, because you're in the same. I'm a delivery guy and a grocery store worker, technically. So I'm like a hero squared. Exactly. So you're bringing the food. I'm bringing the packages because people can't stop ordering from Amazon, even though they lost their job. (laughs) (laughs) They still got money from coming from somewhere. 
Speaking of Power Trip, by the way, a bunch of fucking bands have basically just destroyed Trapped on Twitter, and I've been loving this. Really? But the it was the guitarist of Power Trip that was basically just constantly taunting him on Twitter. Yeah. Some things include, I bet my band outdraws yours in your own hometown at Trapped Official. Want to put it to the test? Two shows, different venues, same night. Loser donates their entire guarantee to a charity of their winner's choosing. <laughs> did they did they respond to any of this stuff? Yes. Oh my god, oh. it was great. Oh well, my some god. Of the responses. Oh, let me see. Oh, here's one for a different guy. This is Noah Sebastian that commented on it, but the reply is shut the fuck up, you latte sipping vegan douchebag. Stop play stop playing music this instance. You're a mockery of the craft. oh fuck you and you're totally gay as in happy band you haven't had any hits oh and trapped kicks your ass on all streaming platforms you bitch come say any of this to my face oh my god i know the name trapped i just i don't know what what kind of back off i'll take you on headstrong i'll take on anyone that fucking song fucking new metal band they're like a fucking butt rock band I don't think I've ever heard of that. Oh my god, they're awful, dude. Like, they make Smash Mouth look decent. Seriously. Really? It's like Limp Biscuit meets fucking Nickelback. Let's see. It's Trap the most monster cheap. energy music in existence, is the best way oh, I can put that. That was the first song that came up. Let's see. Headstrong is their one hit. Oh, this, this fucking practice? song. This is their only hit. That's all their song. That's, That's their old. only song, yes. Yeah, and they're still 2005. trying to it on them. Oh, no. Right. Yeah, 2005. Holy shit. And it's a terrible song. It's an awful song, isn't yeah, it's... it? Yeah, it's, it's like... Yeah. It's, it's yeah, crap. I hate, it. I hate that song. Yeah, it's fucking awful. <laughs> You're an absolute horrible singer. Do you understand how many people hear your voice and equate it to nails on a chalkboard? You are fucking horrible. Never seen your live show, but you must do something extra to make up four. Of like four, he uses the number four because this guy's a fucking boomer. You're absolutely horrible voice. This guy's too lazy to type out the word four. <laughs> well, if it's on Twitter, you only get so many characters, so they gotta. I suppose, but like, uh, you, it just annoys me. Like, someone compared, um, remember when people were comparing the Obama gathering to the Trump gathering? Right. Yeah, someone yeah. put Obama gathering versus Trump gathering, but it was power trip and trapped. That's what I'm looking yeah. at currently. <laughs> Let me see if I can flip my camera around. Oh, shit. I had it there for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> Like, seriously, so, they're fucking awful. So did they accept uh, the challenge? No, they did not, because they knew they I'm, would lose, because they suck. <laughs> they're like I'm the surprised Chris they're still Barnes around. Of Rock. I did not think they were still around. I just they think are that still was around. Song Unfortunately, they are still around. Interesting. That was like a yeah. couple, or maybe maybe two summers ago, I saw Three Doors Down. I don't even like them. My wife wanted to go see they're another all, band uh, I was playing. They're terrible. They're um, awful. And, I didn't even know they were still around. I'm like, how is this possible? I hate that Kryptonite song. Yes, it's terrible. Oh, God, it was so bad. We left. It's not after even they played bad song, lyrically. I mean, it's just a bad song. It's a dumb like, song. Dumb, it's dumb, a terrible. dumb song. 
Dumb songs can work if you perform them well, but they're ugh. Them and Stone Temple I... Pilots. God, what an awful band. Oh. No, yeah. Stone like Temple Pilot. Oh, what if we made Soundgarden but lame? <laughs> <laughs> Although I, when they you know first I'm came not, out, I'm not wrong. No, you're right. <laughs> but um, I, I always thought they were more like uh, maybe like an Aerosmith or um, like a Led Zeppelin in a way. Though so, I. Have... I was like, really... like a Soundgarden ripoff band. Mm, I don't know, but when they I first thought, came out, no, yeah. I, I did not like them. Uh, I just I hated his voice when he was doing that dark thing, you know, that deep thing that he was doing, and I don't know. I, I didn't get into them till way later on. I don't know as far as like more beyond Nirvana grunge bands go. I like Mud Honey a lot more. They still Mud around? Honey's pretty gnarly. Um, yeah, actually, I was gonna go see him last year, but was broke. Well, I'd really be interested to see this powerhouse uh, power trip and um, trap thing happen. So let's let's get this to happen. <laughs> let's get a double headliner. <laughs> Where are they from? Yeah, Where, where's power trip from? Power trip's from Texas. Uh, yeah, um, that's right. You said it before. Where's trap trapped, from? Trapped. Where? Let me look it up. I'm gonna expect like New Jersey or maybe. some shit. Maybe no, they could be no Indiana. Los Gatos, California. Really? Oh <laughs> God! Interesting. Ugh. All right. What, what more is the sad last... news? Uh, oh, wait. what were you what, gonna say? More sad news. I wonder. Well, what, when is the last time they put out an album? I don't fucking know. I don't even care enough to look it up. I don't. It doesn't matter. Not a Still, show. just as sad as the day it happened. Six years ago, Dave Brocky died. Oh, God. I was so freaking upset. I wasn't into Guar yet. No? Six 15. years ago? I was 15. I got into Guar when I was like 17. Really? Wow, you were late. I've only seen post-Brocky Guar live. Which, post-Brocky Guar is still fucking great live. Yeah, it was Michael it was Bishop was probably always the most talented vocalist in Guar anyway. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. dude, Planet Pussy. No, mm, no. Otis is the vocalist me, for Guar. No, 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 no. I, I do like, talking, I do like. like uh, I'm talking in pure vocal talent, not as not in Guar or as in for Guar, as in like just pure vocal talent. I don't. There's something about Dave Brocky that I just Dave Brocky is. I think he's fantastic. I just think in pure vocal talent, Michael Bishop has more. Like, I'm thinking of Planet Pussy, where he's doing these Rob Halford high screams and shit. Yeah. Michael Bishop is yeah. a very capable vocalist. They're both and good. I, They're both good. And nowadays, he sounds like Bon Scott, and I really like it. Right. And now that yeah. they always cover If You Want Blood, You Got It live, and I fucking love that. Yeah, it's, I like that. It's, it's that's cool. perfect it's for Guar. Yeah. yeah it's, a good, it's a good cover song. Um, but yeah, oh my god, Dave Broccoli. I mean, got a, um, where the hell to go? Oh, it's up there. I bought, um, what, oh, I bought that book. Remember that big book that came out for Guar? Oh, they yeah. Did, like, a big, yeah, uh, history the coffee book. table book. Yeah, and it came with a autographed uh, lithograph, and I got it. And actually, it has oh, an cool. autograph from Odorous on it, too, so that was pretty cool. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool as Which, hell. I don't, I don't know if it's really his autograph. Maybe they just put it on there because it's in a different color, um, like Sharpie. It's like in a red, so I don't know if it's his. I don't know. Maybe it is. I, I, no, that's totally the idea of Dave Rocky to sign it in blood. Yeah, it could be his then. Well, but, that, uh, I mean, it would be on purpose that it's in red is what I'm saying. 
That's totally yeah, the right side. Because Scumdogs of the Universe, like I that, I, I think of all the Guar blood writing. Yeah. Like, that's what I, gonna, I thought I was going to get it down, but I'll, I'll end up tripping over something over here. But it's a really cool uh, poster. Uh, I love yeah. that poster. I um, my and the book dogs. is really cool, too. Yeah. I wore my Scumdog shirt and gave America Must Be Destroyed a listen because that's the only Guar album I own on, D- or on DVD, on CD. Yeah. But uh, there's, you know, I've been upset about some deaths in, in uh, music, and especially bands that I like. You know, Chris Cornell killed me, too. But Dave Brockie was, like, one of the biggest ones for me, you know? Yeah, it's one that I, like, posthumously wore or mourn like lemmy like i wasn't like huge into motorhead when lemmy died but like yeah. the more i got into old school shit the more i just like fuck why does he have to be dead yeah you know he was old too but but with the thing with dave brock is like he's the one that did all almost all the interviews he was right. the one that he had the sense of humor you know like right. as you can see now with the band and when they do interviews they're just there's just something nearly missing. as not good funny. They try to be, but it's just they try. Not the they still do all the interviews in full costume, which yeah, is what yeah. I would. That's what I expect of them. I don't expect them to be as funny as Dave Rocky. No. I expect them to just show up in costume, unless it's like you know inside Guar kind of interview. Yeah. yeah. Right, like yeah, Michael yeah. Bishop's TED Talk was fucking great. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I've seen that one. You haven't seen that? No, I have to watch. It's it. on Guar, and how it's like basically indicative of the culture of richmond virginia it's awesome yeah right. right. i'll watch it because uh yeah I just, that's the one thing i miss now is all david brocky's things he was reading what a, a children's book one time like one good of the last moon. things before he died good yeah. night moon yeah it was funny shit but you know they, thank god yeah what, they saying? made an actually good version of carry on my wayward son that's still yes. the only oh, that good was... version of the song that was they did that really well. I hate the original version of that song. I really? love the Guar version though. Really? Oh my god, the verse is awful in the original version. Like, who the hell puts the acoustic guitar part on the verse? Like, stop, <laughs> stop. You put the acoustic is for intro and outro. <laughs> it's alright. You know what? I didn't really like that song at first. Uh, not the Guar version. The Guar version's awesome, but uh, the original version—it's grown on me it's over the years. I guess it's, I like yeah. how that was Postulus Maximus's debut. Was yeah. fucking carry on my wayward son. The fucking video, <laughs> which oh, I also love did, Postulus um, Maximus. He's a fucking also, great guitar player. Yeah. They also did a good cover of uh, "Schools Out" too. They did that. They also did um, "Billy Ocean's Get in My Car." Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. fucking great. That was good stuff. Yeah, but um, I'm, I'm glad that you know they did come back and then. Um, David, I'm glad uh, that Michael, their shows um, now are offensive as they ever used to be. Right. They, that stuff did not change. Right. Even the music didn't change. I mean, it's a they little bit more funky now. Couple, but... they, they dropped the offensive thing for a couple of years after Brocky died. But last time I saw them, they played Have You Seen Me? So yeah. things are normal again, is what I assume by that. Because they raped two kids on stage orally. And he's like, that is the worst blowjob I've ever gotten. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> but I'll never forget what Dave would have wanted. I'll, I'll never, yeah. I'll never forget first seeing uh, Gorgar on MTV's oh, uh, Headbangers. Awesome! What a what, that's like the most the room music video I think I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I, I, that came that on MTV. summoned him. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that, my that, God. That came on Headbangers Ball. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This is fucking awesome. There's a dinosaur chasing these fucking alien-looking guys. And the music, oh, it, yeah. it's just awesome music. And I'm like, holy shit. I was hooked right then and there. That is my second favorite song off that album. Ham yeah. on the Bone is still my favorite on song the bone on that awesome album. Too. I love that. It's the best song about jerking off ever written. <laughs> I love how that song. It just when that album, it just you turn that album on, it just starts right away, and it's not a long song. Oh yeah, I love that simple ass tweak on the drum. That bum 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 bum. I love that. That's a great short, simple drum intro. Yeah, it's just all awesome, man. And I played that at work not too long ago because one of the clerks, he he goes, put on some guar because once in a while he'll help me with some like you know weird bands that he knows, and he knew guar. He's like, put that on. And of course, I put that on. The other guys I work next to, what is this crap? They don't get it. Now you're on call at the desperate scene at the throbbing ball, and watch you do it all as you become my Jennifer. All what a great fucking line. Awesome shit. Ugh. And then one time I almost got in trouble because I was drawing in one of my classes in school and I was yeah. writing America Must Be Destroyed. <laughs> and oh, nice. Some, somebody told the teacher. <laughs> so they thought I'm like, going to be a terrorist in our class. <laughs> they thought I was like a terrorist. I'm like, no, this is fucking Guar, I'm dumbass. Like, to be uh, fair, some people thought Guar were terrorists. Yes, I, I don't know. Oh, that, that reminds me of another thing I just saw on Twitter earlier, and I posted it on our, our Facebook page. I don't know if you saw it, but the thing with Ice-T. Which one? Uh, there's a picture. Ice-T posted a tweet on uh, on Twitter. So he posted a picture of uh, his body count, um, uh, like uh, sandals, right? Mm-hmm. So he goes, oh, you know, finally I can sit home, you know, in quarantine and, and sit in my body count slippers. So <laughs> some somebody underneath that writes, you know, like um, – too soon or something like that or um something like uh oh crap i wish i could read the damn thing but it was something like they didn't know that ice t was in a, a band called body count oh my god <laughs> so ice t goes no that's the name of my band motherfucker <laughs> not enough people know ice t is in body count like people ask me what does body count sound like when i bring it up i'm like okay so take a biscuit but make it good yeah like, and literally, actually, Limp Bizkit is just the shitty version of Body Count. Yeah. Oh, he, he, Ice-T writes, I never knew how much I'd be how much I'd be in these until we all got put on house arrest. Get yours at the store. See, so he posted a picture of the slippers right there. Nice. And then the person under, underneath writes, um, uh, please, this ain't, this ain't funny or clever. People are dying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then, and then he wrote, "Just the name of my group, dumb fuck." <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You, you would think you would have heard of uh, Body Count. Absolutely and, uh, retarded. I'm not a huge fan of them, but uh, I love the, Body Count. On the playlist, when I, I had uh, asked some people about the playlist to pick songs, somebody did pick one of the new Body Count songs, and I thought that one was really good. Oh yeah, I love Body Count because I love Ice T. I love old school gangster rap. Yeah, I don't. And it's it's the one one of the few kinds of rap I like is old school gangster rap because I like anything that's remotely violent. Yeah. So it's oh. like, yeah, except for like you know, bad grindcore bands, but yeah. you know, or yeah. slam slam sucks. Mm. If you're in a slam band and you're not in fucking cryptopsy or like suffocation, please break up. <laughs> 
what are, what other news we have? We're, we're running over. Well, time. another downer. Testament's Chuck Cavilli has coronavirus. Oh, yes. He that has coronavirus. Bummer. And so does the drummer from Death Angel, who's Death Angel. in the ICU, but he's improving. Wow. That's great. Yeah. And I'm going to find one that isn't a bummer for us to end on. Yeah, Let's please. see. Bring uh, us that light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, a great birthday. 41 years ago, Overkill came out. Motorhead's, oh, like General? Motorhead's third album. Oh, second album. About the band Overkill. Excuse me, second like, album. No, 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 no. Second album, Overkill. No, the band Overkill were still the lubricants at this time. Oh. Yeah. 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 Happy birthday. But, Motorhead it's overkill. overkill. Motorhead's first really, really, really good album because Motorhead's first album is kind of it's good, uh, but it's not it's not you it's know not Motorhead, Motorhead yet. quite yet. Yeah, they didn't like, they didn't get into their groove yet. This is where Lemmy's bass style became Lemmy's bass style, and now Motorhead is a thing. Yeah, right. cool stuff. Cool stuff. All right, so what are we leading ourselves into now, Nate? What are we doing now? Stay tuned for another new segment, which we call Top 666. That's right. Second episode. Top albums we hate from bands we love. That's right. That'll be, that'll be in a few weeks, because we're going to go through six albums. So we're going to start with number six today, right? And the next week, we're going to do number five. That's how we're doing it. What? Yeah. You're releasing these one week at a time? One week at a time. Oh my god, we're never going to get through any of these fucking lists. <laughs> it's going to be like 2025. It's going to be like 2025 and we'll finally get through our favorite albums of top or top 666 of 1990. <laughs> that was the plan. Maybe I'll change my mind. I don't know. Cuz this this has already went on for 50 minutes. So, okay. Uh, also, there's a mashup of um super fr- um fucking James Brown and Motorhead called Superkill and it's fucking great. You need to check it out. I'll check it out. Those are yeah. really pretty funny. Uh, sometimes they're pretty funny. Usually they are. Some cool stuff. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, enjoy number six on the countdown of our number six top six, six, six favorite albums of 1980. Yes, we are that edgy. Yes, we are. Nobody ever in the world or in the history of podcasting or YouTubing, has ever done a top 666 list. Did you Google that and actually figure that out? No, I'm just assuming that. I haven't ever seen one, so I'd assume no. it. But, We're the fir- you know. We are the first ones. Suck it, fistful of jokes. That's right. Screw you. All right. Here we go. Number six. Number six. I completely forgot my list. Wait, <laughs> we have to do this when Greg gets here, though. No, we don't. Greg made his list. Yeah. He gets a chance. We are, no, what are you talking about? We're done with the show. We're done with the show. And I'm going to edit the other stuff in. Okay. Yeah. I forgot what I picked for number six is the problem. <laughs> I don't know. But enjoy uh, number six. All right. So um, how do we want to do this? Who wants to go first? Who wants to go last? Who doesn't want to go at all? Who wants well, to go we to were going to start off by talking about the albums we all shared together. All right, I'll go first. Okay. No. Okay. Um, we're going to start backwards, number six, right? Yeah. I believe so, yes. All right, perfect. Um, I picked Def Leppard, On Through the Night. 
their debut full-length album. Um, I like this album. It's not like the other Def Leppard albums, and it took me a long time to get into this when I was a child. I was a huge Def Leppard fan, like 1987, back when Hysteria came out. That's all I ever listened to. <coughs> and um, I never even knew about this On Through the Night album until I saw it. There it is right there. Yep. Awesome, awesome album. Badass cover. It is awesome. What's on the back of it? I do have that record, too. It's, it's a uh, meaning the space truck. In. Picture yeah. of them playing live. Let me take it out of the sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, that's a it's, less clear. It's yeah, it's, a, it's just a great cover in general. Yeah. Cool, and they don't—they don't really have any other many album covers like that. I, I don't like—I'm not too much of a fan of uh, their other album artwork. Nah, Pyromania is okay, but the rest of them are kind of yeah, pretty shitty looking. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, when I uh, when I was younger, you know, I had to go. I usually worked my way backwards. I was at Hysteria, then I got uh, photographed, then I got uh, high and dry, and then I never even knew about this album, uh, On Through the Night. And then I happened to see it, a little cassette tape in the music store I went to. And uh, it was expensive at the time because it was an import. And my mother wouldn't buy it for me. And I had to beg and beg <laughs> to get it. So, Oh, Tom Hanks' wife has coronavirus, by the way. Oof. <laughs> uh, oh, she's got a friend in me. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad Michael Clark Duncan's dead. He cured his other wife from cancer. Really? Okay. Yeah, haven't you ever seen the Green Mile? Come on, man. Yes, I did, but I don't. It's a long time ago. Oh, the fruit uh... of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's like the white version of him, but like small. So that's, he that's Wayne funny. is Sling Blade, is what you're saying? <laughs> French fried potatoes. <laughs> That's not nice at all. You're, you guys are terrible. Anyway. It's like that weird-ass looking kid from Deliverance, you know? <laughs> you can be replaced very easily. Wow. Yeah, I don't think you look anything like that kid, but... <laughs> I hope not. It's all squinty. There's people asking and begging to be on the show. They will take your place in a heartbeat. You want to do this? You want to do this now? What is this, a McDonald's? <laughs> anyway, can I finish so my story? This is a McDonald's drive-thru. Yes, finish, finish your story. This, the, last, the, the first try of this thing that we tried to do went way too long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so, yeah. I wanted my mother to buy this album, and she wouldn't buy it for me because it was expensive. But I finally talked her into it, and I listened to it, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? There's no way this is Def Leppard. Because uh, uh, Joe Elliott sounded nothing like Joe Elliott. Even um, uh, the drums didn't sound the same. Well, he had two arms, so yeah. of course not. But the, uh, Pete Willis That'll was also the guitar, guitarist back then, so it was just a different guitar duo. It was just a totally different Def Leppard to me. But the album did grow on me a lot. And... Um, even though it's a different sounding Def Leppard, it's it's still cool. It's got uh, Rock Brigade. It opens up with and Satellite and Sorrow as a woman. Uh, it don't matter. That's a cool. It don't one. matter is great when the walls come tumbling down. When the walls come tumbling down, wasted. that's a awesome song. It's such a it's a yeah. like an epic song. Oh, Overture. It's like the the epic on this album, but uh, mm-hmm. 
just so cool. There really no. isn't any bad songs. It could be you. I mean, that one's a little. It's it's cool. I like it. The chorus just repeats a little too much, but I love it. Could be you. The the only one I <clears throat> I feel is a little weak is Hello America, but I still right. like that song. Yeah, that one just pushes a little too hard to be commercial. It's very, very clear what their intent was, and it's uh, it's almost a little annoying in its delivery, but. <laughs> It it works well within the context of the record, but if you were going to skip a track, it'd probably be that one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was the one I really don't like the most. Um, uh, Answer to the Master is really cool too. I actually could just kind of seen that one on uh, High and Dry, maybe because it sounds a little similar to something that would have been off of there. But um, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a cool album. <clears throat> Different sounding Def Leppard, but it's cool. It's it's something you have to if you were like back in like an '87 when I found. I mean, see, you you, you always say that, and it it is a a different type of Def Leppard, but you can still tell it's Joe Elliott. I mean, there's elements of the sound where you can still tell it's Def Leppard. A little bit. He uses his voice in a different way on this. Yes, in a much better way. This is my favorite album they did. It's just great. Yeah. I know, you you have said that. What's the matter, Nate? You're right. Dry skin. Fucking itchy. Little lotion. Yeah. Maybe some powder. Hey, maybe your girlfriend, Sam, could help you with that. She didn't live in Boston. That'd probably help. Yeah. That would help. We'll see what we can do. All right? <laughs> what? <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Uh, but, yeah, uh it, the reason why I say it sounds different because, like, when I got into Def Leppard, it was all the electronic drum sound, and it was just, oh, yeah. it had, you know, it had that yeah. big arena sound. And don't see that because that was like my childhood, right? All I cared about. And then, you know, going to this, and then it had the real drums, real guitars, real, you know, instrument sounds and stuff like that. It was just different to me, you know? Totally. Well, yeah, this is like real heavy real metal, music. actually. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Don't Not say that around Joe Elliott, though, because Joe Elliott will, uh, Refused to be called heavy metal. They were never heavy metal. Yeah, well, they were part is, of the movement, whether he wants to be or not. So it's true. It is the know. stupidest thing I've ever heard him say. One of the stupidest things, anyway. I don't want to be part of the best genre of music ever. Yeah, Leave stupid. me out of that. Very stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were definitely one of the most distinctly hard rock bands out of all oh, of them, yeah. but they they were still heavy metal. Regardless yeah, of, of what they were more say. than like demon. Oh, dude, they're way did <laughs> on through the night and high and dry are way heavier than demons albums. <laughs> mm, Those guys are terrible. Really? Yeah. If I, only I, I a better band got to claim the band name Demon. It's kind of a travesty. <laughs> I gotta listen to them now. I know who they are. I've seen the name. Dude, they're they're bad. And then when Montaz split off from Venom and made his first solo band, he did it in the same vein, and it's just terrible. Oh, oh boy. Terrible. Nice. It's like a mystery science theater heavy metal band. It's just oh god. Something you'd listen to and make fun of. Yeah. So kind of the same thing Hank Sherman did when he went and did Fate. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, not good. All right, who wants to go next? I have to bring up the list in the. So I'll go next. I'm going to time this here. Back in black. Close out. 
Back in Black is my number six pick. 10, 30, edit. Excellent. I thought you would be ready. <laughs> you know, like on a normal show, when I cut to you and you jump oh, right into it. You thought it? I'd be ready? Well, Greg, one of these. Oh. Well, I, I didn't really see. I got ready while you opened up Wikipedia to bring open on through the night just so I could say something more about the production or whatever, which we ended up not doing anyway. But um, I accidentally closed the Facebook window that had the list in it, and I had had it typed up on my phone, so I can't see it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to get too deep into the albums because then it just will just drag completely. Yeah, like no, my, I get that. My wife yeah. texted me and I didn't mean to like repeat what she wrote, text me, but it just popped in my head. So I had to say it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, next album. Oh, t- oh Tom yeah. Hanks and his wife, not just Tom, not just his wife, both of them. Oh, shit. I like yeah. Tom Hanks. So do I. Fuck. Wow. And Trump suspended travel from all of Europe to the U.S., with the exception of England. So you're free to come here if you're from England. Of course. Of course. Doesn't do China. Hail to England. See, Kyle. That's Germany. English is a Germanic-based language. Different country, though. Speaking of English, we're going over to Australia to go over to Back in Black by ACDC, which is my number six pick. How is that for a transition? Great transition. (laughs) That was like an Indiana (laughs) Jones map of a transition there. Uh, I don't know if I should edit that other part out, though. (laughs) Yeah, cut the Nazi shit. Start that over. (laughs) Nate, what's your number six pick? Back in Black for the 12th back. time. Holy shit. Back in Black. Yes, I, I love Back in Black. I mean, you have to love Black in, back in Black. I, it's I know there's people that hate ACDC. Those people oh, Back in Black just a great album all around. I mean, it's not my favorite ACDC record, oh, but it's definitely yeah. one of their best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially since it's a Bon Scott album at heart anyway. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they still had the fire then, too. They didn't start right. slowing down and dicking around with their sound too much yet at that point. Right. What's and, your favorite stuff yeah. off this album? Oh, I mean, where do you even fucking start? Shoot the I thrill. Mean, Hell's Bells <laughs> is great. Fucking yeah, Hell's Bells. Title track is, is great. Shoot the thrill is also great. Probably Brian Johnson's best vocal performance, if I'm going to be honest. This whole album is his best vocal performance. Oh, definitely. Shake a Leg is great. Shake a Leg? Yeah. 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 Have a Drink on Me is good. My favorite, though, You Shook Me All Night Long. Good song. Classic song. Great fucking song. Always on the radio. Everybody knows that song. Even if you hate it, you still know it. Yeah, they played a wedding for Christ's sake. I know, right? I don't think I had any ACDC at my wedding, though. I don't think they did that. But it's weird. Like you'll hear them like doing a dance song, and then they all of a sudden come in with like the back of black songs. It's weird. <laughs> it's like, where does that come from? But I can hear it because of the beat, you know. So it just yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, hey, it kind of works with it. It's it's festive. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Back in Black is just it's good uh, drinking music, is what it is. Yeah, yes. Drink, but uh, I was watching. I remember an old episode of Headbangers Ball, and they were talking about this album, and they were saying how most people like when they first buy their first album, like a first record or CD, whatever, it's usually Back in Black. Because that's the album, you know, that everybody pretty much loved, you know. And then Metallica's right. Black Album. Yeah, if you were born later. in that period of time, yes. After that, or around that time. But before no, Metallica's like, Black I like Album. Like, I like how there's a bunch of just popular albums that are just all black covers. It's interesting. Yes. Spinal Tap. Yeah. Uh, this this one. Uh, oh, that Smell one. the Glove. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What other black albums were there? I don't know. Motorhead's first album. Yeah, that's it was true. just Snaggletooth on the front of it. Uh, ACDC's Rocker Bust was also like that. Kind of. I'm yeah. just looking around. Uh, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot. You know, we should look that up. Black album covers. That'll be a new segment on the show starting next month. Uh. Not sure. <laughs> Greg, what's your number six? Isaac Hayes over Alice here. Alice Cooper's Flush the Fashion. Oh, we're back to that again. Yes. Change your list again, I see. <laughs> yes, I did. Very because cool. it's a great record and it should be talked about. Little should... little little bit different from Alice. This is the start of what everybody calls his uh new wave years. It's kinda new wave, it's kinda punky, it's post-punk I, a little bit. I hate bit. that picture of him on the back. Me too. He looks like he's dying of AIDS. It's because he was smoking Freebase oh, pretty know. much 24-7. I mean, he looks pretty good if you take that into account. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. He looks he, wrong with like... But out... uh, the, there's some yeah, really good yeah. songs yeah. on it, though. There are. Uh, yeah, the, the Talk the, Talk and uh, the the clones cover that everybody knows, awesome. but uh, Talk Talk is a great song. Nuclear Infected is a fun one. Grim Facts is a good heavy song. Model Citizen is probably one of the best songs he's done. Actually, I really like that song. It's got a good beat, cool chorus, and Talk Talk's actually probably one of his best album openers too. Yeah, it is. Really yeah. cool album. Just I like the sound of it. It's very, it's kind of like clean sounding, you know. Not too, um, not it's it doesn't definitely doesn't sound anything like the '70s stuff. It's completely no it, different. It, than it, it's clean but dissonant, kind of right. almost like uh, Alice with a rockier version of Gary Newman's a two two. Right, I was just gonna me. say, yeah, yeah. yeah, something like uh, like electronic, almost in a way. Yeah, a little bit, but he he retained a little bit more of the uh, the punk element with it, with uh, the three still having the three piece band back him up. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty good stuff. Uh, yeah. I wasn't a and really I, huge um, Alice Cooper fan back in the day when I finally started going through all his discography. I, I was ha- glad to get to that one because I always remembered the the Smashing Pumpkins um, did a cover of Clones, so that made me want to check this out even more. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's a pretty good cover, but uh, I liked it. Well, this isn't the original. It's a cover, but I like the Alice version the best. I didn't know that at the time. I I don't even think I've ever heard the original version. I don't think I ever have either. Who does the original version? I don't remember now. Some Krautrock dude. 
I'll have to look that up. That would have been interesting to put on the show. Sorry, <laughs> we can't do everything. Uh, and oh, I also well, my 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 point isn't for them to go listen to the original version of that song <laughs> anyway. It's to listen to an underrated Alice Cooper album. Yeah. He, he, he was, his version is probably the best one anyway. You know. Yeah. I think so anyway. Um, I don't like the album cover either on that. One of my least favorite ones. Of his. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it is what it is. It's, mm. Yeah, it's it's all right. I mean, it's nothing nothing special. Just looks like a bathroom wall somebody wrote on with marker. Yeah. No imagination whatsoever. I do like how the top of it says Alice Cooper 80, like they were retitling everything in 1980. For example, that year they called Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live 80. Really? Yeah. They did that with There's other bands and stuff where if you look at their um, titles or the name of the tour, all of them have 80 there. Like, people were so stoked about it being 1980. It's interesting. Yeah, 2000 as well. I remember that Y2K. I remember that. Yeah, the Y2K thing. Like, Fantasia 2000. Everything had 2000 at the end of it. Techno Team 2000. Wrestling fans will recognize that one. (laughs) That's terrible. Don't remember that one, but... They They didn't last very long. But yeah, go get yourself a copy of Alice Cooper's Flush the Fashion. I'm sure you can listen to it on Spotify for free. Oh, of course you can. You can listen yeah. to anything on Spotify for free. Uh, number five for me, uh, Judas Priest, British Steel. What do you think about well, that? I was in my list at number was it? three. Really? So had, uh, I'll talk about that with you. All right, Just sure. Just let me pull up the track list here. Uh, honorable mention for me, but... I do. Honorable, honorable mention. How many? You have a better album than that in your list? Yeah, I actually like both the uh, Blue Oyster Cult and the uh, Alice Cooper album I picked over this one. Plus, you know, you guys both picked it already, so yeah. I figured why yeah, that, that was kind of as well. But uh, so many classics on this album. Breaking the right, law. Breaking the law. Living rapid after midnight. fire. Living oh, after yeah, rapid midnight. fire. Rapid fire is great. Rapid fire is awesome. Uh, Metal gods. Oh, no, 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 no. Fucking love that. Can you sing some of it for us? I don't remember the lyrics. Oh. Uh, what else we got here? Grinder. Um, yeah, like the first half of the album. The first six songs. I mean, they're they're pretty. Except for United. Uh, you know, that's it. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's up there. It's a little weaker than what they had just done in the seventies. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, this is more and it's not as great as what would uh, at was what was to come. They uh, they were still kind of figuring out the change, but it's still a really good record. It is. Um, when I first started getting the priest, and I got to this one because this one was the one that everybody always raved about, besides uh, screaming for vengeance. Um, you know, I was I was anticipating listening to this album, and when I first heard it, I was like, ah, this is not as good as I hoped it was going to be. But over the years, it grew on me. But you know, like I said before, it's got those classics: "Breaking the Law" and and "Living After Midnight." You know, mm-hmm. 
I'm still I'm, uh, I'm more partial to rapid fire grinder myself. Oh yeah. Actually, you don't have to awesome. be old to be wise. Is a good one too. Yeah, it's a decent. Oh, yeah. yeah, forgot yeah. about that one. It's not too bad, but uh, yeah, United. United, I, I'm not. That's United, I can't stand. They did the anthem better on uh, Killing Machine, Hellbent for Leather with Take on the World, and then yeah, they they do it better yeah. again later on too. So yeah. Yeah, I just had this on there for just how much Judas Priest exploded with this album mm. into pure popularity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I had got to more... put it up there. I, it's not my favorite out of these six, but it's like, yeah, it's important enough to move it up a couple of knocks in my list. Yeah. And then you got the, oh, that, that iconic album wrong. cover artwork. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. The cover you know, art's awesome. Um, I, I always agree with what the band said about this. Uh, Rob, KK, Glenn—they all agreed that they wanted the version specifically without the fingers bleeding because they thought it made it look so much more powerful. And oh, I've yeah. seen it both ways, and it does. This yeah. just makes such a statement with them holding the, with that hand holding the edge of the blade, and uh, oh, yeah. not bleeding. Yeah, I think the actually the blood would make it look like a totally different band altogether. I think. Yeah, Judas Priest is cleaner than like having yeah. blood on the cover like that. Yeah, it. Ju- I mean, it wasn't. It's not real spread or real smear. It's a couple drops coming. It's off like the fingers, Priest, but it like doesn't Venom, look good like that. The blood coming off, or like Exciter or something like that. But yeah, not probably. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't work for Priest. Uh, Nate, what's your number five? My number five was Iron Maiden, self-titled. Wow, you late, you listed this that late, huh? Damn. Yeah, Prowler's yeah. good, but the wah pedal gets on my nerves at some point. It's like, Stop yes, it. I get it. Fucking show up. Scotty's first appearance. Oh, yeah. Album cover's legendary. I love the album cover, even though it's yeah. not as good as Killers' album cover. No, but... Oh, no, not by a long shot. But, but that's, that's just awesome. Just Eddie just itself. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, completely baked out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> he's not overly menacing. He just kind of looks. No, no, yeah. Yo, that, that is some. Crack, he looks like dude. me at Lion. Let's not pretend that's weed, <laughs> bro. He looks like me in Lion at Holiday. <laughs> Come to Eddie's thirty thousand dollar crack party. Remember tomorrow's all right. Running free is fantastic. Phantom I love Remember Tomorrow. That's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Phantom of the Opera is my favorite song off this album. Oh, yeah. Transylvania is great. Strange World is okay. Wait, Strange World's the really slow ballad one, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah. hate that song. Sanctuary is all right. Charlotte Sanctuary. the Harlot is good. And Iron Maiden is a good song. I didn't realize Charlotte the Harlot. I think it's Charlotte the Harlot, right? That is yep. uh, the first part of yeah of uh, uh what the hell is the name of that song? Twenty two Acacia. Yes, thank you. Yep. I just lost it in my head. But yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then it ends with hooks and you on No Prayer for the Dying. Oh yeah. really? I didn't know that either. Yeah. That's a yeah, shitty I song. Ever listened yeah, to that t- album. T- terrible song. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, this is one of my favorite Maiden albums. Though one of my favorite albums all the time that's why i put it at number two for me but um the only song i really don't like on this all that much is strange world and charlotte the harlot can be a little annoying sometimes depends on the mood i'm in (laughs) but i love remember tomorrow running free phantom of the opera sanctuary the title track all classic songs from them my only complaint about this is they were 
a little bit slow here. Slow. The guitar duo. Really? Yeah. <laughs> guitar yeah, duo. It's, 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 it's mostly because of Dennis Stratton. His playing style just really didn't uh, fit them the best. He was good for what he was, but like my favorite version of a couple of these songs yeah. is from the Made in Japan EP. You know, they, they like Remember Tomorrow just sounds so much better with Adrian Smith on guitar and yeah. them playing it live. Because um, he's it's, just it's, so much tighter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't make any of it unlistenable. It doesn't make any of it bad. It's just, it's a little bit slower than yeah. other Maiden albums would be. Well, that and the Adrian Smith solo but the, is a lot yeah. better, too. The gritty edge makes up for it, though. Oh, that yeah. It's got a lot of attitude. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's actually my number one pick, by the way. That was my number one. Good actually, choice. Uh, it was a good choice. And and we talked about the ACDC earlier. That was my number two pick. So you already ruined two of my stories. Uh, the, 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 only, the only album, uh, the only album, the only song I don't like off of that one is Sanctuary. Uh, really? You yeah, like Strange I, World, though, huh? Yeah, I, I think I do. If I'm re- remembering that yeah. one right. That's the Strange. one where it's it's real slower and ballady and it's... he's... Like uh, singing about walking through a portal and yeah, berries drinking. Is that that one? If it's that one, I'm thinking about. What's the slow one on Killers? Is oh, slow Prodigal one? Son. Oh, help me, Lamia. Oh, Prodigal Son. Getting... Awesome. Yeah. I might be getting it That's confused a good with song. that. But either yeah, way, Sanctuary. I don't like because every time I've seen Made It Live, they played that song, and I just I don't Oops. like it. I just. I hate to stop in the middle of that song, and then they do the thing again. It just I don't I don't like it. Uh, it, it, it can't sound bad with Giano. I gotta disagree. It's terrible. With you there, but... And uh, I, I hate it, I hate World. the beginning. I hate the beginning of it too. Just that I don't know. This song does not work for me. I barely remember Sanctuary. It's more of a footnote for me in this album. Out of the winter came a war horse of steel. I never killed a woman before, but I know how it feels. How do you not remember that? It's fucking awesome. You got to give me sanctuary from the law. Because I'm remembering Phantom of the Opera. Fair enough. Transylvania. Yeah, Transylvania. Transylvania is one of the the best instrumentals ever. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. heard this record probably over a hundred times, so yeah. you know, I, I <laughs> I've got it pretty much memorized. I got it down, man. <laughs> it's fine. That that one song you know, I really cannot remember. I should listen to it before. Um, to. you know, Strange World's really the only one I don't remember the majority of. I just remember certain small parts of it because I would always kind of fade out on that one. Right. Yeah. It is what it is, you know. We like most of the album anyway, so what the hell is just one song, you know? Oh yeah, that's what I mean. It's still a still a solid nine. Yeah, of course. It's just one song. Yeah. Oh yeah, that it is. Uh, Greg, you're number five. Oh yes, one that I knew nobody else would pick, so I wasn't worried about where I placed it. Oh, good. <laughs> The what mighty, is it? what is it? The incredible Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, yes, that has one Cult good song. <laughs> I I disagree there, but I will say this: this is kind of a weird album. Um, it is. Had, I can they, tell. 
they had parted ways with Sandy Perlman um, after they did Spectres. And they did Mirrors on their own. And uh, even though that was a little bit lighter, poppier of a record, went more towards of uh, the cars in tone, I still think it came out really well. But um, on this, they kind of attempt to do a little bit of a mix of everything and go back to their rock roots. And they actually got Martin Birch to produce this, who also mm. produced Heaven and Hell and put the tour together, the Black and Blue tour they did this year. Mm. That that album yeah. cover always reminds me of uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yes. <laughs> With the dinosaurs. Remember the scenes? Yes. Where... <laughs> oh my God. That movie is fucking freaky. It's actually called Behemoth's World. I forget. Like, Pee-wee's who Great it. Adventure is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas for kids. Yes. And then it they is. did it's fake funny. fossils and stuff on the back. Yeah, such a. You know, weird album cover. I mean, the album cover is cool. The stuff on the back is weird. Oh, yeah. I I uh I love most of this record, although this does have a couple of songs where it was the first time on a BOC album where I was like, wow, I actually really don't care for those. I kind of find those <laughs> skip worthy. Um, but the Marshall Plan and Hungry Boys, I never was really crazy about. Right. Yeah. Um, Black Blade is a true classic, though, about Elric's sword from uh, the Michael Moorcock stories. Stormbringer. Always really liked monsters. The saxophone in the middle seems to piss people off, but I thought it was kind of funny how they did it and put it together like that. And then Deadlines, just a good Buck Dharma song. Fallen Angels, a little strange, but I think it comes off pretty well. And uh, Lips in the Hills is one of the best <laughs> guitar jams the they ever did. I hate the title of it, so... Yeah, I'll touch shit because title. it's an awesome song. And then it closes with Unknown Tongue, which is an awesome song. Unknown Tongue sounds like yeah. what I did to your mother last night, Trebek. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a little bit more Lovecraftian than that, but you know, they called the Thinking Man's Heavy Metal for a reason. <laughs> it's funny i never saw that album cover like really anywhere when i started to get into uh boc and i came across that i think in a used store or something and i said oh this must be like a compilation or something because i never saw it and um i listened well, to it I, di I didn't like it i just I you, you know the the biggest song off of it is probably the marshall plan so the one track that was clearly done for the radio, and by the way, it's talking about Marshall amplifiers, not the economic plan from World War II for rebuilding Europe. But um, no, because they they did a lot of lyrics and shit revolving around World War II. That's what the whole yeah, yeah, Secret yeah. Treaties album is kind of based on. But um, hold the album it's, cover it's, up um, again. It's, what? It's hold the album cover yeah. up again. Just yeah, a sec. Just it's, do it. All the, all the album cover up again. He wants to see it again. Oh. Why? What's so funny? <laughs> He's got peanut butter stuck to the roof of his mouth. Actually, it's meant <laughs> to be a gigantic filter feeding type creature. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's like, like a cartoon bubble gum, you know? 
Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. I'm really in a sci-fi show like that. And I like yeah, the album cover. It's cool. cool. But it's um, anyway, nice. it's um, it's, it's kind of a weird sucks. album for. It's kind of. I wouldn't say it sucks. It's a pretty good record. It's just it's a little weird for them, and it some is. of the material is definitely not as strong as what they had done before. And uh, Burge's production is a little off on certain songs too. I don't think he quite captured the complete aura of the band, but. He got it perfect on the next one, Fire the Unknown Origin. So. Oh, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, Imagine yeah. Us 2 is a weird one. What would you prefer, that one or Imagine Us? Between Imagine Us and Cultosaurus? Yeah. Because that one's a real weird one, too. I'd probably have to take Cultosaurus just because it works better as a whole. No. I mean, um, I do like Imaginos, but Imaginos suffers from the fact that uh, the sessions that the tapes are sourced from are spaced over so many different years. There's so many different um, guest guitarists on it right. that just certain songs have such a different tone, they don't even sound like Bluish to Cult in a couple areas. Right. Um, yeah. I really do like the album. It's very interesting for what it is, but um, it's definitely not one I would start with. It's definitely for if you're a heavy fan of the band. Yeah. What would if somebody was a, a fan or just getting into BOC? What would what album would you suggest they buy? Fire of the Unknown Origin would be my recommendation. I fucking love that album. Yeah, I love that album too. Better than the Psychic Wars is fucking awesome. I'd probably say buy Secret Treaties first. Mm. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can always go with a classic and go with Agents of Fortune as well. You could. Not really any bad songs on there either. No, there isn't. I just, I, I think uh, Secret Some Treaties people like is a stronger record. Oh, yeah. Some people just like to start with the hits. Yeah. Well, that's uh, the best thing about every Blue Easter Cult record leading up to Cult of Suris Erectus. There literally isn't a bad song on any of them. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, my number four, uh, Thin Lizzy Chinatown. I have that one as well. You do? On vinyl? Yes. Really? I actually have a promo copy of it. No shit. With the lyric sheet. Wow. I only have a few um, other vinyls. I have all the uh, stuff on CD. Yeah. I actually bought the deluxe versions. They're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah a couple <laughs> of them are. Yeah, white label promo. Pretty. It's a good album. I have, well, I had, or I probably still have it, but it doesn't fit me anymore. I have that t-shirt that says Chinatown. Nice. Yeah. yeah I was wearing it around at a fair one time, and uh, this old guy comes up to me. He's like, there's no way you know who Thin Lizzy is. I said, I know who Thin Lizzy is. He's like, there's no way. How old are you? And I was like probably 30-something at the time. He's like, how do you know Thin oh, Lizzy? <laughs> crap. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention about uh, the Blue Oyster Cult album, uh, there's one song on there that is just such a perfect biting commentary send-up on Reagan. It's called Divine Wind. It's mm-hmm. about uh, a hot mic comment he made during the Iran hostage situation in 81 and the whole song is basically just about how much reagan sucks and how it's gonna 
you know, an evil conglomerate's going to take over the country, but the chorus is, it keeps quoting what Reagan said about Iran during the that. Well, if they really think we're the, we're the devil, then let's send them to hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. He wanted to bomb Iran. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Not a good idea, really. <laughs> but anyway, back to Thin Lizzy. Back to Thin Hey, uh, funny enough, the first song on there, uh, which is a really good one, uh, We Will Be Strong. Oh, dude, one of the best songs Phil ever wrote. I, I mean, so. um, there's some weak material on this. You know, they yeah. were, he was starting to suffer a little bit, but right. that's that's just classic Thin Lizzy right there. That's really, I think, one of the best songs they ever recorded. They're, it's absolutely so. perfect. Uh, actually, too, when I was looking up uh, albums from 1980, uh, Phil also released his solo album the same year. Yep. Yeah. And I would have picked it, but there's not so many. There's some good songs on there, but it's not as good as Thin Lizzy. You got Chinatown. Uh, Killer on the Loose is pretty cool. Genocide's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so many cool songs. Hey, you awesome. Pretty cool. Hey, you was hey, good. Hey, you awesome. Sweetheart, I think, is great as well. Uh, Sugar Blues is our. Eh. Having a good time. I mean, it just it's telling you they're having a good time, and then while you're listening to it, you have a good time as well. I mean, have, having <laughs> a good time is a definite filler track. You know, it's nothing that's going to make you shut it off. But it's like, yeah, they can do better than this. They can do, but you yeah. know what? It's catchy. It's cool. It's a good song. Uh, not like we just said before. It's not their best album ever, but it is a cool album from 1980. Mm-hmm. And I love the artwork for the album cover with the dragon things going on in there, and uh, it just it's just cool. Just it sounds yeah. good too. It, it sounds it's a really good sounding album as well. Very good vocal performances. Everybody's you know with the guitars and the drums, everything. Just it's, it's just a really good album. Actually, one of honestly, as much as I do like it, his vocal performance is one of the things I kind of find a little uneven about it. There's certain really? songs. There's certain songs like "Hey You." We will be strong, sweetheart. Where he just sounds awesome and at the top of his game, like he did on the right. whole Bad Reputation album. But then there's stuff like having a good time and um, Sugar Blues, where he just sounds, you know, by the numbers. Yeah. He doesn't well, he, sound that he, into it. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe he wasn't into those songs. You know, I don't even know. Speaking who of Bad Reputation, that would be another. That would be another honorable mention for 1980. Bad, Bad Reputation, Reputation came out in 1977. Oh, Joan Jett. Oh, well. I, I tell you, the the one I didn't pick that I felt worst about having to leave off was uh, the Plasmatics, New Hope for the Wretched. Oh, shit, yeah. But uh, speaking about um, Phil's voice, uh, his after this album, his voice really got... It really changed. It got da- really deep and dark and just... You uh, could really... You could really tell when he started to get on the drugs heavy after this. You can really tell the heroin started uh, around the time of Renegade because there is a huge difference between how he sounds. Yeah. Very, um, I, just like his, his voice got deeper. It almost sounded a little, little nasalier. Like he, you knew he was doing something. You know, you could just tell something was up. Which is a shame because if this guy was still alive today, I wonder if he would still be putting out the same quality music as he did. You know, around this time, I th- I think so. Well, I mean, it was I don't think it would dip. sound exactly the same, but right. I think he would. Uh, I think he'd still be putting quality stuff out. Yeah. 
I, I would hope so, you know, because he had so much more to give, and it's just a shame that uh, his life ended the way it did. Nate, you're number four. Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables by Dead oh. Kennedys. Nice album. I know Greg doesn't like Dead Kennedys because of Jello's vocals. To that, I say, listen to the live shows. His vocals are completely different live. I never listened to anything live. That's interesting. I'll have to give it a yeah, shot. His vocals are less <laughs> live. He's more, of a cons- <laughs> he's more of a consistent punk vocalist live. Yeah. He's got I mean, the strangest vocals ever. Oh, but yeah. It works I with the music, him. though. I, I did too, I, but I, then I, I all of a sudden it. listened to it. Check it out like, live. Live is completely different. And it it's great, because I fucking love the surf elements in this. It's gnarly. We'll it's see. California. But if my favorite thing about the Dead Kennedys continues to be Napalm Death's cover of Nazi Punk's Fuck Off, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> I mean, proto-hardcore punk, fucking surf punk, classic songs, Kill the Poor, Less Lech Landlord, Chemical Warfare, California Uber Alice, I Kill Children, Stealing People's Mail, Holiday in Cambodia, and Viva Las Vegas, which is a fucking great cover. It's a holiday in Cambodia. I he love Laws Rockets cover of it. Yeah, Laws Rockets awesome. Nate, have you ever watched uh, The Three Amigos? Yes, like once. You know, Jello was in that movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, the singing tree. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was funny. That's fucking cool. It was cool. I'm not a huge fan of Jello as a human being. He seems kind of like oh, no, pretentious. He's, yeah. he's a pretentious. He's fucking... a little bit all over the place. Oh, he's yeah. a PETA member. We, yeah. we, we'll just say <laughs> that because I feel like PETA member is the worst possible insult you could receive besides perhaps... Me crying, Gene maybe. Simmons. So, yeah, Gene Simmons. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like the penultimate douchebag. Yeah, like if Lenny is God, right the throat. if Lenny is God, Gene Simmons is the devil. <laughs> he is the anti lem so. But he's a good businessman. He's very rich. No, he's not. Paul Stanley does all the business shit. I don't know. Jeans a fucking jeans a fucking moocher. It is what it is. Don't be jealous. Have to get your next penny. (laughs) Yeah, he he definitely is. Watch it. Even if he's not making porno for it. I don't want to edit anything. Be careful. Let's just say he's (laughs) very sneaky. Hey, I don't want to edit. I don't want to hear it. That's why I didn't say shekels. All I said was sneaky. Uh, but, uh, I, 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 uh, God damn it, Kyle. Dead Kenny, you really should give the Dead Kennys a, more of a chance, Greg. Yeah, I'm listen to their live stuff from the same I do, damn near every time great. this comes up, and it's, it still just irritates the piss out of me. I, I like that. I, I, I haven't tried any of the live stuff yet, yeah. so we'll see what happens, but. Especially this album. This is a good album. I like it. It's like, what's another vocalist that's like completely different live than on the album? I've never heard anybody different live than they've been on the album. Really? The only, the only one, I guess maybe it could be a little different because um, he does uh, so many different voices. Uh, Mike Patton from Faith. Yeah. yeah. He does a lot of. Well, you stuff. know who has better vocals altogether? Blue Oyster Cult because all five Peter members Steele. can sing and they do different songs. 
It's kind of like Peter Steele. Each other's like, Peter Steele is a lot less dramatic live. He's a lot less like yeah, melodramatic. Yeah, that's true. And he yeah. plays faster. Jello's sort of like that. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I saw his last show, by the way. Fucking what? Yeah. Nice. Lucky. Yeah. It was like a day or two after I saw the show, he was dead. I was like, I killed him. <laughs> God damn it, Wayne. I, I was, I'll never I was get to the, see Carnivore. It was cool, too. I was right at the front of the stage, so we, I got to see like everything right there. The green man so himself. Cool. I fucking yeah. admire Peter Steele. I love that guy. That was cool shit. Very Greg, cool. number yes. four. Motorhead, the Ace of Spades. Ah, my number one pick. Uh, good album, not my favorite album from. Not my favorite from that, but it's a fucking perfect album. I love Fast Eddie, and something with him on it had to be on this list. So there is not really one bad song on this album. No, there isn't. I remember. I remember when I got. there's a couple of them on here for example live to win you know fast and loose isn't as strong as some well actually i really like oh fast and loose loose is awesome what are you talking about um no yeah the riff on that is awesome love me like a reptile i love that song too i'm not really nuts about anyway i I just i happen to like bomber and overkill way more yeah. than I like this. It's well, still a really good record, good. though. It's certainly better than Iron Fist, and it's definitely one of the albums that best albums that came out in eighty. It's the just, chase is better than better the than catch. the catch. Is Fucking love that song. Very quite possibly could be my favorite Motorhead song of the all. Silver Tongue Devil Demon Wench. I love that fucking line. Are you guys uh, sick? Are you guys sick of hearing Ace of Spades? No. Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. not. I still love that song. I think it's still awesome. I song. never hear it on the radio. The only time I ever hear it is when I want to play the album. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Oh, perhaps song. you didn't grow up playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 because let me tell <laughs> I you, I, played, I, played, I, played, I, played, I never Pro played Skater 3. Yeah. I never played that. But, um, I played 3. No, I still like it. It's a great song. I just, I'll skip it, you know, if I listen to it on CD. Right. I can get that. Uh, I think this album's fucking ten out of ten perfect. It is a good. The album. hammer is great. The bonus tracks are fucking great. On my version of it, it's got fucking nine nine nine, or what is, is it? Emergency or is it nine nine nine? The fucking song. Anyway, that and it's got the cover of Please Don't Touch with Girl School, which is a fucking splendid cover. Oh, they put the Saint Valentine's Day Massacre EP on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is a fucking great EP. Yeah, it's good. Yes, shit. it is. I'm still not not that I'm new still to Motorhead, but uh, maybe ten years I've been listening to Motorhead, and when I finally gave this album a listen, I just didn't realize how good every song was. You know? Yeah, I was yeah. just Ace I of Spades. Mean, yeah. and just we're the road crew. Well, bite the bullets. Just kind of an intro to the chase is better than the catch. Oh, yeah. Still a great song. The hammer. I mean. And- the album oh. cover too, another iconic album cover. Oh yeah, and, and sadly, that's my only problem everybody... with that. I kind of wish it had Snaggletooth on the front. I like that album cover. Nah, this fits the theme of it way better. The three I of like... them is desperados. 
I like what Scott Ian had to say about it at Lenny's funeral. He's like, I looked at the cover and I was like, who the hell are these three Mexicans on the front? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got a giant fucking mustache. Yeah, yeah. He looks Mexican on it. It does. He, they do look Mexican. Sadly, <laughs> sadly, everybody on that album cover is now dead. Oh, yeah. Shame. Which sucks. Felthy's my favorite Motorhead drummer. God, I never got to see Eddie Eddie Clark play live, man. I never got to see Motorhead. Uh, So count yourself as lucky, Mr. Guy. I saw Motorhead a few times. You met Lemmy, you motherfucker. I know I did, but... You did? Eddie Clark is more important to me, and I never (laughs) got to meet him, so... There's nobody more important to me in rock stardom than Lemmy, I have to say. I think he's the penultimate. Well, that's like your opinion, man. How'd you get to meet Lemmy? Uh, it was after a show, just at the bar, just hanging yeah. out, talking to him. Cool guy. Yeah. No, and I mentioned to him that how awesome I thought he was. And I was like, hey, man, it's real cool. You know, you just sat down and bullshitting, having a drink. And he goes, yeah, it's a bitch to meet your heroes and find out they're a bunch of cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he always seemed like a cool guy. I, I oh, think he was, man. Yeah. Thankfully, he's um, the coolest man to watch the planet. Uh, one of the last albums they put out, uh, this I think it was "This World Belongs to You" or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, on their website, they had a special where you can buy the album, uh, the the vinyl, and they had it all signed and autographed by the whole band. And I I got it. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, so that's that's one of my awesome, uh, one of my favorite things in my collection. And Motorhead is a band with not a bad album. I wouldn't go there. They'd there isn't a bad motor album. Uh, I would like still bad by normal standards. I wouldn't go there. Yeah, that's kind of a tough. That that's a discussion for another day. Right? Yeah, that, that that's going to take a lot of explanation and what specifically my problem is with certain things. Yeah, <laughs> like there's one problem, but it doesn't. The album isn't overall ruined. You know. Like, Orgasmatron has its problems, but it's still a good album. Iron Fist has its problems, but it's still got some fun. Oh, Iron great Fist songs is great, it. yeah. Yeah. Oh, anything up to Another Perfect Day is completely untouchable. You know, you don't mess with those. First records. album has its problems. We'll have to seriously get into Motorhead one day. Like, do oh, a yeah. Motorhead show, you know. I think that'd be a cool idea. And uh, Fastway. Okay. Oh, we will talk about more fastly. Oh, God. What was that song, Bringing the Roar? All right, that was number six. <laughs> oh, I'm going to kill myself, Wayne. You Come back next. Stop. <laughs> Come back next week, and we will do number five. <laughs> this is the end of the show, Nate. I have to oh, end the show God. like this. Because we didn't do it last week. Well, You're just making more again. work for yourself. I am. This is terrible. But uh, please go and, and visit our website, ratsoundreview.com. Please, please, I beg you, buy a t-shirt. Oh, that's right. My number six was the new Green Day album, because I fucking hated it. We're not doing that list. What are you... I know. That's next next, uh, next month. Um, what else do we have to do? Um, please uh, subscribe to our YouTube, subscribe to our iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Stitcher Spotify, Podbean, um... 
Yes, and please buy a t-shirt, I beg of you. And go check out our other shows. Lou Mavs, Music is Life, Beyond Bushido. Do you like wrestling? Go watch that show. Every Tuesday, Suck my balls. live show. Suck my balls. It's the South Park show. Um, who else we got? Oh, the uh, conspiracy guy. Um, Infinite Fringe. Yes, the Infinite Fringe. Actually, he's more of a truther than a... Uh, a subsidiary of Infowars. Yes. Um, who else do we have? Oh, we have The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron. Listen to also that. a subsidiary of Infowars. Yeah, I guess. So is this show, by the way. Yeah, a little bit. We don't do that stuff, though. Uh, old, old man, old man metals musings. Check that out. He just did a, a new episode about some beer that he uh, just uh, got, and the Vieira Vault. Uh, bleh, the Vieira Vault. Check that out. He just did one of our ideas, which I don't know how we're going to let him get away with that. But he just did, what his, did top, he do? his top ten least favorite albums by his favorite bands. Is that where you got the idea, or no, got we, the idea? We, no, we did it first, and then all of a sudden ah, he put damn. up the episode. I'm like, you bastard. See, this is why we can't put these out one week at a time. I know. See, you got to air it like once a week in like two halves. All right, maybe I'll do the first the first three, like uh, six, five, and four. I'll do that. How about that? Right. And then three, two, and one, and have it out like on a Tuesday and Thursday or something. I don't know. Okay, we'll do it that way then. All right, so. Because we have the news on Wednesday. That's true. All right. All right. So then and I hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next time. I'm not even going to say next week anymore because God knows whatever is going to happen with this virus. We might never come back here. God, we might be locked in the house and not be able to do the podcast. Yes. You never know. <laughs> they could shut the internet down. You never know. You, you don't know <laughs> what these people are going to do. They, they might, might flip the switch on the internet. Google's got Trump, a giant light switch. Trump has his finger on that switch right now. There's peep, there's, uh, people are going insane right now. You can't fit your finger on the internet switch. The internet switch is like a 20-foot-tall light switch, last time I checked. No, it's just you one button. You need a crane just... to just pull it down. No, it's just, it's no it can't be that not dramatic to turn the internet off. Come on. There's, there's a button for the internet, and there's a button for the end of the whole world. No, there's for the internet, <laughs> so, there's got to be some kind of Frankenstein series of gadgets. Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to look this up. We'll do a show about that, too. All right. Until then... <laughs> See ya. You should shave your armpits. It's disgusting. Oh, God. What am I, Italian? <laughs> I'll get the coronavirus. Don't say that. There are a lot of friends <laughs> from Italy. That's because you're fucking part of the mob. You're from New York. Got a lot of friends in Italy. I'm ending this show. Bye. And I'll send someone from the motherland to take care of the problem. If you ever see any bags of cement by the front of your house, don't be scared. I'm going to wake up with a fucking horse's head in my bed. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Bye.